Hi everyone, welcome back to the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast. In today's episode, we cover the topic of diphtheria, found under the infectious disease section at medbullets.com. Let's begin with a clinical snapshot. A 23-year-old man presents to a travel clinic in preparation for his trip to Yemen. He reports that his last Tdap vaccine was at age 11, and he has not received any vaccinations since then. Noting especially that diphtheria outbreaks have been documented in Yemen, his physician recommends the TD booster, which is supposed to be given at 10-year intervals. Let's continue with an introduction to diphtheria. As a reminder, Carinibacterium diphtheriae is classified as an aerobic, gram-positive rod. It produces the diphtheria toxin. It is transmitted via respiratory droplets. Conditions that are associated include diphtheria and cutaneous diphtheria. This presents with ulcerative lesions or cellulitis, which can occur independently of respiratory diphtheria. Prevention may be with one of three vaccines. The DTEP vaccine is a vaccine against diphtheria, tetanus, and pertussis, and five doses are given before school age and completed by four to six years of age. The Tdap vaccine is a booster vaccine at 11 to 12 years of age. This should also be given to pregnant mothers and those around them. The TD vaccine is a tetanus and diphtheria toxoid vaccine given at 10-year intervals. In terms of the epidemiology, this is rare in the United States. It is more common in developing countries. In terms of the pathogenesis, the diphtheria exotoxin inactivates the elongation factor 2 via ADP ribosylation. This inhibits protein synthesis, causing necrosis in the respiratory, cardiac, and central nervous system tissue. It affects the mucous membranes, especially the respiratory tract, and the exotoxin is encoded by a beta prophage. Moving on to the presentation, symptoms may include a fever, sore throat, malaise, and may have a croup-like cough. On exam, one may note pseudomembranous pharyngitis. This is a gray or bluish-white membrane seen on the soft palate, tonsils, or the back of the throat. This will bleed easily if irritated, and it develops two to three days after symptoms. One may also note severe cervical lymphadenopathy. This is referred to as a quote-unquote bull's neck. One may also note findings of myocarditis and arrhythmias. In terms of further studies, Bacterial culture will demonstrate gram-positive rods with blue and red granules, which are referred to as metachromatic, and this will be seen on culture. This should be cultured on cysteine tellurite auger, which appears as black colonies, or on Loeffler's medium. The culture will also be positive for ELEC test, which is positive when the diphtheria toxin is present. And when making the diagnosis, remember that most cases are clinically diagnosed and confirmed with the culture. In terms of the differential, make sure to think about streptococcal pharyngitis, with distinguishing factors being that there will be no pseudomembrane on the mucous membranes. With regards to treatment, medical options include diphtheria antitoxin. This is indicated for all patients. Another option is antibiotics. This is also indicated for all patients, and specific drugs may include erythromycin or penicillin G. Complications related to diphtheria include airway compromise from soft tissue swelling, as well as heart failure from myocarditis, 
and a secondary bacterial infection, such as a pneumonia. And lastly, with regards to prognosis, remember that symptoms are insidious, and mortality is higher in young children, but is generally good with prompt treatment. That's all for this review about diphtheria. We hope that was helpful. This is the MedBullet Step 2 and 3 podcast, a daily audio review session for MedBullets, the free learning and collaboration community for medical student education. As a reminder, you can follow along with these podcast episodes by reviewing the topics directly on MedBullets.com. You can listen to these episodes on the MedBullets website or phone app while reading through the topic. If the MedBullets podcast has been valuable to you, we'd be thrilled if you considered leaving us a five-star rating and writing us a review on Apple Podcasts. It will help us spread the word and increase our discoverability tremendously. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you all tomorrow, right here, on the MedBullets Step 2 and 3 podcast.